the 113th episode of the PJ Archive, is a lifestyle interview I did with the Australian singer, actress and TV personality Danny Minogue, younger sister of Kylie Minogue. This interview took place in 2001 in London where Danny was starring as Esmeralda in the West End production of the musical Notre Dame de Paris. I began by asking Danny where in Australia she's from. I'm from Melbourne and it's sort of the more arty city of Australia. Sydney's seen as the more fun beachy kind of place but Melbourne's a lot about lots of pub bands and theatre and um, big entertainment shows. How much did Kylie's decision to come to England influence yours? Um, I didn't come because Kylie came. I came because I had signed with a record company in Australia and because of the work that I'd done on Home and Away, people knew me over here and there was an interest from the record company over here that I'd come over and do some promotions. So I basically just went by request of that. How did your parents feel losing two children to the other side of the world? Well, now they've lost the third. The whole, All of the three kids are over here working. So who's the other one? Maybe no. My brother, he's a cameraman, Brendan. Why does he come and over here? Just the same thing, work. Working, right. working over here for a few years. Okay. So when did you start living in London? What did you think of it when you first arrived? I moved over here in 91, but I had actually only come for sort of three weeks from, from this request from the record company just to do a bit of promotion and go back and 11 years later I'm still here um, it was rainy and it was middle of winter and it was miserable and you know I obviously had no friends over here at that stage and uh, I was really homesick and there was a lot of tearful nights calling mum and dad saying what am I doing here although I knew it was something that I wanted to do mm-hmm. what can you tell us of your current home here um, it's got a nice view the first few places I lived in London was sort of on the ground floor and didn't have a view and I'm by the river and I can see the whole of London and because when you're living in Australia you have a lot of space around you the whole time wide roads everyone's got a garden and a pool and there's space and coming to London everything's very tall and buildings and congested and small narrow streets so just having a bit of a view gives me that mental space to to be able to relax do you live near your sister and how much do you see of her? I live two minutes drive from her. I've timed that on, in the car over to her place. And I see her like whenever we're both in London, same as my brother, when, when we're all here trying to do family dinners of us all together, but sometimes it's just one or two of us can, can meet up. What are the main differences between living in Australia and living in England? The weather. <laughs> the weather and Australians are, I would say, a lot more relaxed right. I mean I've noticed outside of London people are very friendly but in London it's a big city like any other big city and people are very standoffish the, the, the funny thing about Australia is even in Sydney though it's a big international city people are still carry that very relaxed friendly mm. attitude that they would if they lived further out because you only have to go into a pub to meet an Australian behind the bar, don't you? Yeah, here. <laughs> That's the only thing they'll give us a visa for. <laughs> how much do you miss Australia and how often do you visit now? I go back anywhere between like one and three times a year. So there's never an opportunity to be like really missing it. Some of my friends come over here and go back maybe every three or four years and I couldn't do that. I just wouldn't survive. I, I need my 
at least one yearly fix mm-hmm. and, ho- and, tr- and always try and time it to go back there during Australian summertime. Very sensible, very sensible. Uh, will you always live in the UK from now on or what's this, what do you think will happen? Um, oh, I've been resident in Monaco now for a year and a half oh, and I oh, love sorry, living right. there and I'll, I know that I'll always come back to London and do mm. work. It's just like I'll, I'll always go back to Australia and do projects there. And London seems to me to be the music capital of the world. So this is where I need to be to make you know future albums or do shows like this. But I'm, I'm really happy living in Monaco at the moment. Mm. So how many homes have you got altogether? Three, then? One in London, one in Monaco, one in Melbourne? One in London, one in Monaco. And in Melbourne, I, I go and stay with my parents and stay with friends and stuff. And do you still consider yourself an Aussie? Very much so. I mean, I've lost a lot of my accent, <laughs> even though it sounds strong to you. I called up to do an interview in Australia the other morning and got through, put through to the Australian operator, and my God, it was like... I, like, I have to think about doing a strong Australian accent now, but I used to sound exactly like that. She's like, yeah, hi, yeah, I'll put you straight through, yeah, really broad Australian accent and, you know, lots of going up at the end of the sentence. Whew. <laughs> How fit are you? I'm healthy at the moment. I'm not that fit because now we've just finished all of the rehearsals and it's not a show where I'm dancing a lot in it. It's more mm. about the singing. Yeah. Over the next few weeks, I want to start to get back into my fitness because a lot of people say, oh, you look really fit, but there's a big difference between being slim and being really Mm -hmm. fit and muscular and powerful, and that that gives me a lot of energy. So now that the worst of the weather's over, I'll be in the park and doing some jogging and lifting some weights. Have you always been your ideal weight? I'm not sure that I know what my ideal weight is because it doesn't... It's not really so important to me. I think for my job, people like you to be very slim looking. But um, for me, fit and healthy is the most important thing, and that's not to do with size. How do you keep in shape? My favourite thing is to do dance classes, because at the same time as learning dance routines, it keeps you very fit. and it makes it fun. It? it makes it fun. I've found uh, a dance class that I do in Monaco, and... It's one of the girls from the original American show Fame. I don't oh, know if you remember yeah, course, that. Yeah. yeah, she's got a dance school there, and I love going there and doing the classes. When and where did you last exercise? I did yesterday. Um, all of the dancers in the show ha- have dance class for an hour before the show with different teachers every week so that they're warm and supple and kept fit. And um, I've started sneaking into those classes. Mm-hmm. And where, the, where do they take place? On, on the stage. All right. Yeah. Um, how does your lifestyle affect your health? The thing that I find hardest, and I know Kylie finds this the hardest as well, is that when you have to do a lot of flying and travelling and you're jet lagged, then you just don't feel like exercising because you're too tired. And then if you're tired and you're getting on a plane, you, then you're picking up colds and bugs and stuff. So... Flying, I think, is the most disruptive thing mm-hmm. um, for fitness and health. Because even if you have, if you go out, you get drunk or you have a late night, you can still get up in the morning and go to the gym and sweat it out or mm-hmm. whatever you want to do. But um, flying and jet lag really mm-hmm. knocks me out. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you describe the state of your health at the moment? At the moment, I'm healthy. I'm like one of the few cast members that hasn't come down with these colds and flus and bugs that are going around. I've decided I'm not getting sick this year. I'm not doing it. I think you have to pay attention to the mm. taking the vitamins and all of those things. But I feel really, really good at the moment. And then if I can just add on top of that, 
the, the powerful fitness element from doing these dance classes with them because they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Have you always been healthy? There was a period where I was working too hard and I was getting run down and you get a flu and then by the time you get over that flu then another one's come around then because your immune system is down then you catch the next one. And I had a year and a half off and it's been the best thing that I've when ever done. Just This is my first project since oh, I've had this time okay. off. Right. Um, I worked from the age of seven continually and that, that that's literally my first break that I've ever had and mm. I realise now the importance of that. I kept wondering why I kept getting sick, but it's like, hello, you need mm. to stop and, mm. and rest is the most important thing. What was your worst period of ill health? Was that it, basically? Yeah, just working non-stop. And also with record promotion, you're flying to every different country. Sometimes you're promoting three different countries in one day and um, they want you to do a breakfast show there and an evening show there and a performance there. And so you're just working around the clock. Mm. And although you'd like to be able to fulfil you know, everyone's wishes and do everything that they want you to do. At the end of the day, you're human and you've you've, you've got to stop. What area of your health causes you the most concern? I like my sleep, so just getting Mm. enough rest. I like my good eight hours. I only had six last night, so... (laughs) Yeah, big, really big lion this morning. Yeah, yeah. three. Yeah, Can well, you survive on little sleep? No, I can't. You can't. What is your favourite alternative therapy? I think the best thing for health is using a combination of things. And I have one woman that I go to see who's an energist. It's quite weird. It's a, it gives me more energy than having a massage or something. She works, it's kind of like a Reiki healing, and works on your energies. And sometimes you can get really mixed up energy especially performing on stage and giving out giving out all the time how exactly does it help it it makes me more calm more centered more focused and and more energetic which is i mean they're all of the 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 qualities that i get from keeping fit and working out Mm. as well i find to do a dance class or to to go to the gym it's like a meditation because it's that one time you're away from the fax machine you're away from the mobile phone no one can contact you it's your time and Mm. you can just chill out what do you think when you look in the mirror try not to look in the mirror too much (laughs) especially not at the moment it's been a a tiring few weeks of rehearsals um i don't know try not to look in mirrors there's enough images of me flying around with all Mm. the photo sessions and Mm. and this and that i think you know for me it's always about how you feel how do you relax love going to the cinema and haven't been for ages so. so the escapism takes you away from it all yeah, and particularly being in London where everyone's looking at you, everyone recognises you, people are following you, they're taking pictures. You go into a cinema, it's dark, and someone's entertaining me. They're giving me the energy rather than me giving out. And, you know, you can completely relax. And as you say, that escapism, I love it. Okay. What health rule can you never keep? I'm kind of addicted to um, chips. That's, <laughs> that's my downfall. English chips. Yeah. Either okay. your French fries or your big, you know, fat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What health rule do you never break? Mm, drinking lots of water all the time. Mm. It's important. What do you eat on a typical day? Well, I'm fishitarian, so I don't eat any meat, but I'm hyperglycemic, so I have to have loads of protein. So I never used to eat eggs. They would just make me completely throw up, but I've brought myself around to it and force myself to eat eggs. So I start with, like, um, a couple of eggs in the morning, make an omelette or something. Um, try and have, you know, protein, 
for lunch, whether it's like a, a tofu thing or a fish thing, and then also more protein at, at dinner. But I, lo- I love savoury things and I love really healthy food, so it's very easy for me. The, the makeup artist, she's addicted to chocolate, and she's like, mm-hmm. how can you just... Because I got given all of these chocolates in my dressing room and I was just saying to everyone else, eat them, eat them, because it doesn't... I don't really... I'm not interested in them. Did you make up the word fishitarian or does it exist? I'm not sure that it, it exists, but it should because mm. people say, I'm a vegetarian, but I eat fish or I'm a vegetarian, mm. but I eat chicken as well. So the two words, it was fishitarian or vegetarian, I thought oh, nice described one. it quite well. Half vegetarian, half aquarium. <laughs> yeah. How do you describe your diet? It's really healthy, mm-hmm. and I, but I eat lots and lots and lots of food. What foods do you always avoid? I don't really like sweet things. Mm-hmm. Do you have any allergies or food sensitivities? I'm allergic to dairy products and to wheat products. What's your biggest beauty indulgence? Oh, when you can get pampered and have massage and facial. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Or some foot reflexology or something like that. Mm-hmm. What's your best beauty secret? Sleep. Enough sleep. And your best health secret? Best health secret is to not kid yourself. Um, people say, oh, you know, I'm fat or I'm unfit or whatever, and it's like, well, you're the only person that can get yourself into that mm. state. So it's like if you put on too much weight, you've got to get your eating under control, or if you're not fit, you've got to drag yourself down to the, the gym, and it's just about being disciplined. But once you get into it, then you be, sort of become addicted to it.